boy, oh boy. Oh, I'm itching to play some D&D. Oh, yeah. That was a fun battle last week. Check out that horse. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. What a roller coaster of a battle. Yeah. Tons of damage got dealt. Tons of damage got taken. Plenty of stuns. Plenty of misses. I, lots of 12s and 3s. I am convinced that Lustra would do better with a crossbow at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I doubled my total number of stuns for the campaign. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Discount Groot hit me on a nat 20 and a nat 1. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. All right. Oh, geez. holy hell, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And still, Troubadour doesn't give a shit. No. <laughs> Just sort of kicking. <laughs> oh, let's. Just, as soon as we get back into it, he's taking a uh, discount group for firewood. <laughs> oh, so you're chopping up another body into giblets and putting it in a sack, is what you're telling me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Please don't make this your thing, man. Murder Hobo Santa. <laughs> and even the whole battle in general, though, you, I, we were all talking about it before hitting record. Like, it started off. Like, really, really terrifying. Like, it started off, all our looks around the table were like, oh, shit. Like, is, yeah. are we going to make it through this? Was, and in typical D&D fashion, by the end of it, it's just, just discount jokes. Groot and jokes. <laughs> I think the stuns made all the difference, though. They sure yeah, did. Those stuns changed If everything. those stuns didn't go through, it, we would be talking a very different tune right now. I would be de- I would just be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I would just be dead. Some very clutch stuns from the monk. A clutch bane. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really, all around, a whole lot of misses from Lustra. <laughs> but... Like and it's not just any kind of miss either. It's miss by one. <laughs> like so many twelves. You're precision shooting with advantage. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough night for David. Thank for sure. God, Lamon's dead. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> You'd it's, never hear the end of it. <laughs> the domains have dried. His his giblets are just like flying around in the mist. He'll be back. Oh, now David looks sad. Yeah, like, it, it's bad regardless. It's either, yay, my dad is alive and judging me horribly, <laughs> or, hey, he's dead, so I don't deal with the judgment, but he's dead. Free and right. Look at the grave half full, buddy. <laughs> oh, God. That's the way to do it. Is that the rationale for this entire party and this entire adventure? Look at the grave half full. At least the semi-undead uh, memory la- loss guy. You know what's so fair? So fair. The old graves half full approach. I like it. It's a good attitude to have, I think. You guys want to play some D&D? You want to jump back in? I'm ready to jump back in. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's oh, go yeah. take a look at this twisted corpse that is oh, Elise. Man, there is not much left because when we left off, the storm outside was raging to the point that it started to breach the house itself. So far, two holes in the ceiling both through which these powerful bolts of lightning have crashed down into the room. One struck the altar, scattered all the icons all over the floor. The second one struck the corpse of Elise, set it on fire, (laughs) just still in a blaze as we speak. Fuck that person in particular. It must be genetic or something. (laughs) (laughs) Odds of like father like daughter. <laughs> odds of having her spirit put to rest today seem 
Not good. Like 50-50? Yeah, yeah, fi- at best. Okay. Wait, okay. does Van Richten have Revivify? No. For, no, we're not wasting Revivify on our bacon bits. Bacon bits, you know, charred corpse that is Elise. Just throwing it out there. Hey, we could we could bring back discount Groot. <laughs> Ignore him again. I don't think he ever picked up Revivify. Even no, if he had it, he if I'm not mistaken, like it has to be like a full corpse yeah. and <laughs> the fire's burning quick. Oh man! <laughs> quick. The rest of the chapel soaked, except for that area Just, somehow. Yeah, it's super dry over there, and it caught really quickly. You know what? I I'm looking at it with my own two imaginary eyes. I believe it. Uh maybe we should get somewhere with more roofs above us. Your bones, saw. Oh, you're so. I love you. I love you. Got you. Got your back. Tess grabs her bone saw. Yeah, in all uh, all realness, though, the storm outside is just ferocious at this point. It's constantly reminding you that stepping outside the house could be fatal. And even here in the chapel, it's starting to breach through. Okay. It um. is so dark outside, it might as well be nighttime there's barely any hint of sun beyond the storm clouds the rain is as heavy as you've ever experienced it it's being thrown around by the high winds every now and again through those flashes of lightning you've sworn you could see like people amassing in the haze of the rain like surrounding the house like an army about to breach so what do you do? The time is, I think about, we'll call it 8.45 in the a.m. It's still early in the day, which in and of itself brings to light the fact that things must have taken a, cha- a turn. Things must have taken yeah. a turn because you just oh. got fully assaulted in the middle of the day, early in the morning. Oh, shit, you're right. That's not good. We don't have the minus four to our saves, though, right? You do not. Okay. Okay. So that's at least good. So maybe it's... I mean, it all came from outside the house. Maybe the house is our last bastion of, like, semi-normalcy. I run into the dining room and look at the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But realistically, though, like, we were told to listen to the house. Um, Now that Elise is unfortunately not rested, quote-unquote, but is gone, there's arguably only Elise's soul kind of tethered to the house, if you will, presuming that everybody else is is resolved. So how does one listen to a house? Like, how how would we... If if that is, in fact, what we need to do to to fix what's going on, like, where should we go? Like, I, I feel like Lamin might have hit the nail on the head. He was controlled by... Radonovich when he fought us, but he seemed lucid before that. And when he came, he managed to tell us that the house was the Dark Lord and it needed its people to be in order. And that might have been what it was trying to tell us from the beginning. But again, that's... I I might be believing... You know what? I just believe Justin too often. Um, (sighs) But yeah, like... We've we've been to all of the rooms during the day, and the house is 
getting its like its peripherals rocked by lightning right now. Like maybe the center, maybe maybe the music corner. Want to go to the music corner? That or I could try to do another Taroka reading. Well, he, hang on a second here. I'm just, I just or have, we spend the day fixing the house literally. Yeah, I was gonna say let's let's hold on a second here. If the house, chores, <laughs> sure, if montage. the house is the Dark Lord, what happens to a domain when the Dark Lord is dead? All eyes turn to Van Richten. Like ever kill a Dark Lord? Like because because realistically speaking, it sounds to me like. The domain wouldn't be destroying the quote unquote dark lord of the domain if the if that dark lord is in fact the house. So that means it has to be Radonovich that's outside. It has to be those kinds of things that are are working against it, right? Mm-hmm. So to that end, if the house did burn to the ground, just let's play the devil's advocate. What does that do to this domain? Does it suddenly just get completely enveloped in mist? Like what happens? What happens to Van Richten? Hostile takeover, baby. Radonovich for realsies. To answer uh, your question, Van Richten says, uh, yes, it's, it's been done quite a few times, the destruction of a Dark Lord. Of course, the Domain always brings them back, sometimes within hours, sometimes days, weeks. But the Domain always brings them back, for the Dark Lords are... Terribly evil things. Death would be too easy of a release. Does that make your house evil? Do we not clean it? (laughs) He shakes his head, a bit of sadness on his face, as this is not my house. This was created from Radonovich's hatred, her evil. This is not the house I knew when I was a child. He goes on to explain as well that even though it's not super relevant in this domain, uh, domains that have closed borders, like the ones where you're not allowed to just freely pass through, that rule does go away during the time that the Dark Lord is dead. So if you kill a Dark Lord, like... Whether the borders are open or closed by default, they become open while the Dark Lord is dead. Okay. Wait, so and if this was created by Rodonovich's hate, is she just the Dark Lord full stop? No, it can't be, right? Well, no, it could be the house, but if the house is destroyed, then Rodonovich could come in. Oh. I disagree. I think that... Rodonovich is the Dark Lord, and the house is the last, is the the power that could thwart this evil, if we remember the Taroka card reading. Well, to, you know, evil and evil can be their own enemies. Mm. Oh, man. All right. We've had, we've we've been here for a while, and the why has always eluded us, and that's sort of gotten in the way of just the what. What is going on right now? We are, like, steps away from finding something out, and I think the only thing that we really have left to find out until all of this, if it even resets, given the weather, is if the only thing left was Elise and she is dead, so the only thing left at night that we haven't seen is the attic. Yeah. Spend the day fortifying and cleaning and or vandalizing the house. (laughs) And uh, then, yeah, nighttime, get get attic ready. 
I feel like that's probably the case. That being said, Tess, you should do a backflip. Uh, all right. I I run up the wall across the ceiling and down the other wall. Oh, you still have Bardic in this well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make an acrobatics check. All right. DC 25. Holy shit. Oh, you can do it. I maybe... Uh, You're ben, a monk. You ben, got crazy acrobatics. Van Richten, do you have guidance? <laughs> <laughs> I can't find my glasses. What's going to happen? You're going to fall? Oh, no. I have good acrobatics, but I'm... Oh? 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 Wait, why did I roll that? He didn't give me guidance. 19. Yeah, you, can gu- you can have guidance. Okay. All right. So, 17 plus 2... For Bardic Inspo, plus one for Guidance, plus seven for Acrobatics. Hey. Ooh, baby. I got a 27. Perfect landing. Hell yeah. Which for a monk really just means that you don't have to use your slow fall or whatever it's called. It's- yeah, I, I I just look I look cooler, though. It's true. It looks super cool. There I do go. like I do those, like, acrobat things where, like, you just, like, flip forward, but your, your body is... Like, they just, like, throw their legs over their head and then do that weird contortion thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bardic Inspo used up. There we go. What are we doing, folks? Fortifying and then attempting to clean the house. Yeah. Like, do do those figures look like every time there's lightning, they're like the, uh, the weeping angels in Doctor Who? They're just a little closer, a little closer, a little closer? No, they always seem to be right there, like, at that edge where the haze of the rain makes them hardly distinguishable from anything else out there i wave it sounds like this where i wish i had like a a a dawn spell or like a daylight spell just to see what would happen (laughs) but i digress um yeah i feel like at this point it's uh we become a maid service for the house uh and then shortly before nightfall we make our way into the attic um Alternatively, like we didn't really lose a whole lot of, well, speaking for myself, that's kind of <laughs> lame. I was going to say I didn't lose a whole lot of hit points, but then, of course, looking over at Tess, um, but nothing a short rest couldn't figure out. And I'm sure we can take a short rest in between there. You had a successful long rest last night, so you guys do each have at least three hit dice to your name, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could do a little something, something. Um, yeah. Do we want to try for a short rest and then have a little a little afternoon montage, assuming we don't get assaulted from all sides by all of these shadows? Could be more plants. Oh, you know what? You're so right. I feel Set like, fires. I feel like at this point we have to like make our way to like the center of the building, like just chill in the middle of the building, in the middle foyer, you know, set Let's up do camp. It. And and just hope for the best through the day. I raid the pantry for all of the most expensive things. There we go. You get all the best pieces of underjack. You guys can kind of set up like right outside the elevator if you want, which is kind of in the middle-ish section of the house or yeah. the foyer, wherever you want to go. Yeah. Uh, Anything's a door or two away. And you're going to try to get a short rest in. I think that makes yeah. sense. I'll Have spend a little- my last key point to try to heal up a little bit anyway. Picnic. Have yourselves a little group meeting in the middle of the house. Everyone give me a survival check while you're at it. 
Okay. 18, then rolled back to a two. Oof. A survival check just to see if we survive the short rest. <laughs> uh, 16 from Slash. Five. Survival's wisdom, yeah? Yes. Yeah. 15. Uh, 23. 23. That a boy. The hour goes by without anything jumping out to attack you. Brings it to 9.45 in the morning. But all of you are uh, successful throughout the short rest. You manage to bandage your wounds and do all the things you do. Lustra, towards the end of the short rest, you're just kind of, you know, looking around, you know, looking out of some of the nearby windows, trying to determine what's going on out there. And you notice that it's getting darker. It's 9.45 in the a.m., and the sun is setting. Oh. Um, I, I, I know we took the short rest and all, but can I retroactively do one thing before Absolutely. the short rest? Absolutely. I want to look out the window, but pop into the ethereal realm and see what I see. Okay, yeah, sure. Does it that rechar- recharge? Yeah, it recharges on a short rest. That's pretty fair. So I want to look out the window, pop into the ethereal realm, and see what I see. Give me a perception. Moreover, for those of us doing the short rest, song arrest. That's a 19 on the nice. perception. 19 is pretty good. The rain here on the ethereal, I, it's more, it just isn't what it is on the material plane. It's a lot easier for you to see through it and distinguish what's going on back there. A few of the figures meet your gaze, Lustra Venari. You are staring down the ghosts of creatures you have already defeated. At the front of the line is none other than the ghostly form of Radovan Radonovich, tambourine in hand, mm-hmm. and a army of Vistani at his back. Spike growth. <laughs> uh, you just kind of briefly make eye contact with him. Do I notice dear old dad? Lamin? Yeah. You don't see him. Do you notice Frank the serial serial killer? <laughs> You don't. I'm sorry. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> All right. I quit. Although there is a lowly dung sweeper sweeping up zombie dung. <laughs> oh, who could that be? But that is all you managed to determine on the ethereal. You pop back into the material. But yeah, we can say that happened pre-short rest. Well, I relay that to the rest of the crew. That army is led by Radovan. No. Good man. round two. Hot stuff. <laughs> are, no, are there? We killed him. He didn't come back. Van Richten, do you happen to know if? I mean, if you don't, you don't. But it's worth asking. Like, do Vistani have some kind of death rites or rituals or ceremonies to actually have them pass? Because it seems like 
Radovan keeps coming back. And I'm just wondering, maybe Vistan, and considering, you know, Madame Lysenia and all that, like, and their connection to the Mists, I wonder if there's something special we need to do to put them to rest so that they don't keep coming back like this. He shakes his head, no, because uh, they are extremely powerful when it comes to curses and cursing those who bring death upon them. But as far as what you're describing, no, the only thing I could think of is the fact that in the domains of dread, when you die, your soul has nowhere to go. It does not simply pass into the afterlife like it does in the material plane. If Radonovich has as much power over this place as we fear, then why would she not bring those souls back? Exactly. That's why it is so dangerous to die here. There's no escape. There's no rest. You just become fuel or have to go through all of it again. There is no afterlife here. There's only another life. Another flash of lightning that illuminates the fact that the sun is falling rapidly enough that you can like visually track the light switching. We... Lucera assumes it'll be dark in maybe 30 minutes. Oh, good news. Less cleaning. To the attic? To the attic, I would think. We need daylight savings time. Uh. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get started on that. <laughs> no, 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 He's got a point. <laughs> I'm talking in the game. I'm in the game. <laughs> You're so right. No, uh, let's... Let's go just like immediately. No, no more. No fuss, no muss. Yeah. We can goof around in the attic for 30 minutes. Hot. All right. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, everyone. Do we, do we want to take furniture with us to help, you know, block off some entrances or something? What entrances? It's there's one way in, one way out to the attic. And I, I think there was a bunch of furniture and stuff up there anyway there's a bunch of yeah stuff up there covered furniture you know like old furniture that's covered in sheets and the only entrance is uh the elevator the elevator shaft yeah well i'm just saying well something that we can do in that half hour is maybe move furniture around to be a bit more make the terrain more advantageous for us well let's figure that out once we get up there yeah to uh, the attic yeah mm -hmm. test suggests we all hold hands and pull the lever together I, I think that we should all hold hands and pull the lever together. I'm holding a flaming sword. I'm good. I put my hand on your shoulder. Oh, that works too. Everyone piles into the elevator, which gives you no trouble at all. The doors basically open themselves. It seems just so inviting. It's like someone's put like fresh uh, air freshener, like plugged in a new... Glade air freshener into this thing. Even the Ooh. air fresheners are named after plants. No! <laughs> Looster, don't attack it. Ooh, tropical mango. Mm. It seems very inviting at the moment. You all hold hands and pull the lever together, and the elevator starts to rise up, hits the second floor, makes its way all the way to the attic. Without any issues. A room that, like we said, you've been to before. You see dozens of covered up boxes and 
you know, old chairs, coat racks, that kind of thing, decor that didn't ever get thrown away but has been replaced and just put up in the attic. The elevator door is going to close behind you as you all step into the room, start setting up camp. At this point, if Lucifer Venari's estimate is correct, the sun will be gone in about 20 minutes. Okay. Any preparations? And as soon as we get in, first off, I'm going to fire off a divine sense in the middle of the room. Okay. Um, good, bad, undead, celestial fiend, hollow or unhallowed. There is nothing but you guys in this room. Okay, good so far. Uh, Tess will sort of just put her hand back on the the doors and just whisper to the wood, feeling silly as she does. I think we finally heard you. We'll try to get rid of this, whatever it is. And then, like, looks bashfully at the rest of the group. Like, what? It smelled like mangoes in there. Um, all right. Is there any, any preparations? She starts, like, doing some, some, like, stuff to limber up her shoulders. Get ready. Slash, feeling a shiver up his back, is going to, uh, investigate all the covered furniture. And, namely, things that might be a, quote-unquote, smothering rug. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It's all of them! (laughs) Yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) You take every sheet <laughs> off of the furniture during these 20 minutes, Slash. Not a single sheet tries to strangle you. All right, all right, all right. Nice. I'm going to put all the sheets in a corner anyway. <laughs> yeah, I guess with like 10 minutes to go, um, Tess will sort of sidle up to Troubadour, flaming sword in hand, uh, and just take a knee. Hey, are you you doing all right? I'm doing great. Okay, just I I'm probably projecting. Um, are, are you doing all right? <laughs> Is this a call for help? Oh, always. But uh, right now, I think hopefully, hopefully we all make it out of this. But if we don't, I don't want to waste this. Uh, I, I I take out the bottle of the blood mead that we got from. Uh, from the Black Tower oh. that time ago. Uh, and I hold him like, so, I'm, I have two minds of this. I feel like you would kind of enjoy it more knowing you stole it from the dude who did all this to you. Like, this is this was totally better than me. This is. Oh, yeah. Private stash. Fuck that guy. Let's <laughs> drink his stuff. Yeah. I, uh, it's all yours, friend. You have... Carried us through the past few days marvelously. I would gladly share that. Of course, uh, you're way stronger than me. Could you pop the cork? Uh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn off the the uh, fire, but I'm gonna saber Ooh, the bottle. Cool. Oh, nice. Looser's <laughs> gonna sit down. Well, I think we should all maybe share a shot of this. Oh hell yeah! Let's go into this fight, buzzed as hell, man. Slash sort of, you know, cocks an eyebrow at the gestures and the in the ceremony. Um, but almost, you know, echoing what Tess is saying to to Troubadour, 
Slash awkwardly looks over to Lustra. And how are you doing? I need this shot. We'll <laughs> put it that way. Slash sort of looks quickly back over at Tess and sort of mouths like, is he okay? <laughs> and I will uh, just like nod my head yes and just mouth no (laughs) absolutely not slash understands (laughs) and he'll just gesture for a shot of of the blood mead yeah so i'm just gonna pass the bottle around yeah van richten one for you instead of uh pouring his into a little glass he just puts it right to his lips and turns the bottle Upside down, takes a big, hearty chug of blood mead and then keeps passing the bottle around the circle. boy. <laughs> All right. Can we heal that lips? He sabered the glass. It's, it's, oh, right. It's a very clean cut. It's when very it nice. I don't know shit it's about nicely sabering. nicely sabered. Okay. Successful, not like the YouTube videos you see online. <laughs> That's all I have. That's all the information I have on that. Van Richten with a very solemn look in his eyes says, I don't know what is coming next, but you're all right. If if we are going to have another chance with Elise, it won't be till tomorrow. But I fear something else is going to change today. Night is coming quickly. Before we are faced with whatever is coming... I do want to thank you all for coming this far. It means quite a bit to me that at no point throughout these days did any of you even test the borders of the mists. Oh shit, we could have done that? We're not even sure of the borders here open or closed because none of you have fled. You have stood by my side and for that, no matter what happens, I will always be grateful. Oh, shit, he loves us. Oh, no. In a professional way. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then asks for the bottle back. Yeah. Takes one more sip. <laughs> of course, sir. You've done more for us than I think any of us are willing to admit. And we're willing to admit a lot. But we are... All here because of every single one of us. It's not just all of us helping you. It's not just you helping all of us. All of the pieces are here. And whatever happens tonight in three minutes, uh, I will do everything to keep all of you safe. A very solemn look comes over Slash for a moment. He's been more animated, more emotional, more more expressive than any point in his entire life that he has been here in this particular domain. Looking to Van Richten, his eyes again narrow, a deep sigh comes out of him. I think I have spent a significant amount of time envying you, Van Richten. It is no secret that I've been jealous of your escapades, your success, your camaraderie, among others. I envy that kind of connection with people. It is, in fact, sort of, and he'll, you'll see Slash sort of glance at his hand and Galah sort of flitters across it and then escapes again. 
It might even be why this one is with me. I think that I can provide a certain sense of connection for people. That I can offer something. Everybody wonders what Galas wants and what I want, and if I'm being frank, it is something certainly more than any petty god would want, if I might be so bold as to say. No, I think more than anything else, I am more than this 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 meat sack that I am. It's never garnered me much of anything. No, we are more than that. We are our souls themselves. I think you should know that more than anybody else. Elise, or dare I even speak her name, but Ingrid even. You dare not. <laughs> I am not easily affected by these things, but but something that is so incorporeal and, and frankly, something that shouldn't affect me, something that is clearly passed on, is clearly left in this indelible mark on my soul. I wish to leave these same kind of marks, these same kind of stalwart bastions of strength and faith. I think it's about time that people understand that I am not here to mislead people, I am here to empower them. In my own strange kind of way. How I can do that, I don't know. But that is, quite frankly, my motive put to words now that I think of it. I wish to empower people. And in turn, empower myself. You asked me a long time ago, Van Richten, what kind of power I was searching for. I think that is my answer. It is power to empower others. And of course, in turn, empower myself. I hope that I can do that for all of you. And in turn, you can do all of that for me. Whatever happens here, I am sure that we will do something to improve the standing with one another. And moreover, be greater than the sum of our parts. You have clearly demonstrated that yourself, Doctor. Stupidity is binary, and you are not a stupid man, sir. Thank you, I suppose. I was really expecting another pitch for Valachan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so I will empower all of you if we go to Valachan. Well, <laughs> let's, you know, not put the cart before the horse. Um, but that that is Salash's little speech. All right. Man. All eyes turn to Lustra and Troubadour. Oh, in the meantime, Troubadour has just glazed out and <laughs> has finished another bottle of something fancy they found downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> if a picture's worth a thousand words, that speech was a stick figure drawing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tess, like, pulls out her wineskin. They say that the picture is worth a thousand words. Is that what you said? Yeah, All right, uh, let's fill that up. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy to kill evil. Uh, this this has got to suck for all of you. I'm just uh, here here by coincidence. Uh, no, but I think you're all here by coincidence. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. No, but I think, Troubadour, that, you know, all of us have our own purpose, and we've all got here for some reason, and your purpose is greater than your own memory of yourself. And you're here for that purpose. We've all come together for a purpose. And I feel that as long as we have the willpower to maintain the purpose of getting past this, that we will. Uh, my, my purpose is killing these things. It's, it's, yeah, like, exactly. it's like my oath. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Oh, cool. Right? 
All right. Yeah, I'm just saying is that, you know, the purpose is you have no idea who you were, but your purpose still remains because it's put in as Salasha with his fancy words. It's based in your soul or something like that. So what I'm saying is that all of us down to our soul has found a common purpose, which that has its own value in of itself. And that can't be taken away from us in any way, shape, or form. Not even what? by a god. <laughs> Maybe by this old lady if you die. And we don't win. That's sort of my whole uh, modus operandi, the fact that we, our souls will get fucked if we die. Well, if, But I like your sentiment. If we do happen to die, or if I happen to die, please, 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 can you go to Mordent and look after Arena? Please, like... We'll bring her your feet. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's the boots, okay? She used to own a shoe shop. They were made by her specifically for me, okay? I have no problem carrying body parts in bags, so... Oh my god, that's no, still there! It's the boots, not the feet. <laughs> Just... At least boots, got it. All I'm saying is that if I happen to go, the only request I have from beyond the grave or in the, trapped in the mists is just look after her and somehow get her back to the material plane. And if my father does happen to still be alive, him too. That's all I ask. I don't care what happens to me at that point because I'm fucked anyways. So I just want to get that point across. In a way, Rena's your Merlin. As Merlin was to your father... So, too, is Rena to you. Did Lamin want to bang Merlin? <laughs> we never asked. I don't want to go down this line of conversation about my dad. It's a private and conversation between me and Tess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Van Rington. <laughs> Tess will, like, inhale to answer and then, like, look at look out, like, a window and be like, is, geez, that sun could probably set pretty a lot faster than this line of conversation. <laughs> She hits, like, the wait button on her console. (laughs) Yeah, as is typical in moments like this. Moments where anxiety and worry and fear fills a room. The tones go back and forth from solemn and sad to trying to make light of things. Tell a few jokes while enjoying... This bottle of blood mead together. Coppery. But sure enough, about ten minutes later, Van Richten, currently just kind of walking back and forth throughout this room, his sword cane already pulled and ready by his side, just kind of stops mid-stride. And there's... A change in the air. The temperature plummets. And he says, Ready yourselves. She is coming. And then you all watch as the entire elevator just collapses in on itself. The wooden parts just burst into splinters as the metal parts twist and bend like inwards as if some huge invisible hand has crushed this thing. And then with a screech and lots of banging, 
the entire elevator falls and lands with a loud crash down to the first floor. And then, as if to warn you, that escape down that shaft is a bad idea. A part of the ceiling above the elevator explodes as a bolt of lightning crashes down through the roof, down into the shaft. Fire and smoke already start forming on the first floor. This commotion is enough to make all of you turn and look towards the elevator. But then, in the corners of your eyes, you watch as one by one the ghosts of Radavan and all the other Vistani that you slayed that were zombies just a day or two ago all appear in ghost form weapons drawn hatred in their eyes you are completely surrounded with very little escape available a voice speaks out loudly into the room from some invisible force <laughs> Van Richten Long have I awaited this moment Kill them all And we're gonna roll initiative Against 15 Ghost Vistani That fill the attic A second bolt of lightning crashes down goes right down that shaft again as if the house is trying to warn you don't jump down the shaft so what you're saying is <laughs> what I'm saying is let's roll some initiative oh boy here we go here we go kill them all on it I'm not liking my initiative I was hoping to hot roll high for this oh I'm just here for the fight man I'm just here for the fight. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at that battle map, Oh, that folks. is... We are gonna die? That is some serious action economy coming from my side of things. Right. 20 or above, anybody? Slash got a dirty 20. Oh, man. Right, bane them all. Bane them all! I don't have an item spell slot for that. Shit! That's all you've got! If only you had Slash specials 1 through 11. 15 or higher. Not this time. 10 or higher. Got 13. 5 or higher? 5. 7. Oof. Let me get VR in here. Come on, man. Oh, man. Just kill them all. Looser, what's your dex? Uh, plus 2. And it's higher than VR. And Troubadour was a five, you said? Yep. Who boy, oh boy. Over a dozen ghosts fill the attic. They're in every corner, every side of the room. They just rise up through the floors. There is no direction you can turn your head or you can't see the ghost of a Corvera tribe member. Slash 
You get to open things up. Yeah, I sure do. All righty. Um, Slash has sort of been preparing for this moment in a way, um, trying not trying his best to be as uh, inspiring as possible. But he realizes now that he needs to be on the on the offensive. Um, Slash, looking at everybody out here, is going to try his best to move into such a position that he can maximize a thunder wave. Um, oh. Just trying to think of where that is. Probably could get a cluster of three in any section. Yeah. There's just so many of them. There's I know. There's a lot of them. Um, I'm thinking what Adam's got highlighted there makes the most sense. So he's going to move um, uh, a little bit forward there. And without hesitation, again, that familiar Full Metal Alchemist clap. Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> and he's going to go ahead and do a thunder wave. Are those the verbal components? Is that just what he's been saying every time? <laughs> <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> I am Slash, and I am here to... Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> so you're going for the three Vistani ghosts in the northeast corner of the room? That is correct, and I'm going to do it at a second level oh as well. Oh, boy. Kill him. Yeah. What kind, of, what kind of save am I doing here? Uh, you are doing a constitution saving throw, DC 15. Oh, man, am I excited about this fight. This is going to be so great. They all have one hit point. It's sort of like the pre-fight. Don't worry about it. The one furthest to Slash in the north gets a 20. Okay. 11 from the one closest to Slash. Nice. <laughs> oh, well, at least I'm getting my nat 20s out of the way. Jeez. Least I'm getting my nat twenties out of the way. That's two saves, one fail. The one closest to Slash failed. All right, cool. So the one closest to me takes the full damage, which even upcast it only works out to eight, which Oof. frustrates the hell out of me. Uh, but he also gets launched back ten feet. The other two then subsequently would take four damage. And don't get launched back. And do not get launched back. Um, as a bonus action. Um, Slash is going to look to Lustra and say, they're all around us. This all is your range. And he's going to give him some Bardic Inspo. You're better than needing a crossbow. You got this. Neat. <laughs> there you go. Um, that's going to be it for Slash. Oh, man. Next is my army of Vistani. Oh my god. An army of Vistani. I don't want to die here. Starts to surround all of you in the middle of the attic. There's a lot of them. Let me move all these tokens. Slash, you moved forward and when it's all said and done, you've got five of them surrounding you. Lustra, you're going to have three of them coming at you. And Troubadour, you're going to have three and then just one for Tess, I believe. My gosh. My kingdom for a fireball. Oh, <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Five attacks coming towards Slash. I have a very real chance of dying here. <laughs> oh, you sure do. I got 40 oh, health. No, 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 okay, no, 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 no. Dirty 20 to start things off yeah. from me. Nope. nope, nope, nope. We'll go the Valachan if you die. 12 points of necrotic damage. Okay. 
The second one, 12 to hit. That's a miss. Okay, okay. 14 to hit on the third. That's a miss. Your troubadour. Doing good, buddy. 14 again. Miss again. I have one more coming towards you. 19. That's a hit. (sighs) 19 for... Oof, 17 points of necrotic damage ah, from shit. the last one. Right. Lustra, three of them start raking towards you. 17 to hit Lustra. Hit. You get off with just 13 points of necrotic. Oh, only. An eight to hit Lustra. That's a miss. And 13, miss. That's a miss. Those are the three against Lustra. Uh, one, two, three. Let's do two against Tess here. Okay. What you got? 14 to hit Tess. Nuh-uh. Parry that shit. 18 to hit Tess. Exactly the number. I hate you. 15 points of necrotic Jeez. damage to Tess from that last one. So many. That was... Was that two against Tess? Yes. All right. That leaves me with... Three left against Troubadour, I believe. One, two, three. Yeah. Three left. Going for Troubadour. 18. Miss. 18. Miss. (laughs) 19. Miss. Oh, Oh, man. Troubadour gets off easy, but there are over a dozen ghosts now completely surrounding the party. It is a complete flurry of activities Tess what do you do where do you start you oh. there's so much activity you've already kind of lost track of the ones that Slash did a bit of damage to yeah I, I I mean I don't even like the only reason I would choose one is so we could focus it down I could just swing any direction and hit something um did you say there were 15 or 13 uh, I might have said fifteen. But yeah, there's thirteen on the on the map. Sorry, I counted them really quick. Oh, that's okay. Thirteen, perfect number. 13? Thirteen because horror campaign. Yeah. There you go. Uh, the thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo. Loved that show when I was a kid. I'm trying to avoid having to do stuff in combat. Wait a minute. I'm Tessanthia's motherfucking Thalandril. You think I'm scared of this? Uh, and I am going to slice at the one closest to me and Slash, sort of like to my right, um, so I can try to cull the uh, horde striking at our little snake boy. <laughs> she uh, she sort of almost smirks, because no one gets to kill you but me. <laughs> uh, 16 to hit. That is a hit. All right. Let's go for 12 magic slashing. Which one are you going for? The one to the left of Slash on the map? Uh, the one to the right of me to the south of Slash. Okay, got it. Cool. Uh, we'll do it again. <sighs> do I burn key points? No, you know what? I'm going to do it while I do what I always do. Uh, 12 to hit. That's a hit. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, and two hits for uh, five plus seven, another 12 magic slashing. Oh. How's it looking? Angry. Shit. Um, well, you know what? 
That's okay. I'm angry too. Uh, I'm gonna slice it twice and flurry of blows just snap kick it right in the sternum for uh, 23 to hit. Oh, yep. For, come on, roll high. Uh, nine magic bludgeoning. 12 plus 12 plus 9 is 33 total. Sure is. And I could attack it again, but Slash is hecked up. Um, I, uh, yeah, I snap kick the, uh, the ghost out of the way just so I have enough, uh, like, space to reach in, grab Slash's shoulder, and just say, You're not alone in this. Here's some power back. Hands of healing. Four. I'm sorry, five. Hey, man, I'll take it. And I'll if, fucking take it. We and, take those. We take those. Yeah. And uh, if you have any stress, uh, one one less. <laughs> Slash doesn't. Miles does. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for me. Lustra Venari. The battlefield is a complete mess. You're kind of on the southern end of the map. Uh, kind of on the outside of the ball. But certainly still in danger. At least three of them could take swipes if you walked away. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to opportunity... I'm going to take one opportunity attack, and I'm going to move ten feet to my left. Oh, you are going to take one. Let's see if I can... Damn it. Thirteen to hit. Hell nice. yeah, it's a miss, so I action roll... I You know, Dark Souls Hell dodge yeah. roll out of the way. Nice. I get up and when I tumble, that blood meat kind of stirs in my stomach, and I don't feel so good. And now I need a deck save from four of them. I'm using my breath weapon and a line and hitting four of them. Oh, look Hell at you. Yeah. Connect four, baby. Deck save? Deck save. I'm going to start with the one that's closest to Lustra. So even if they fail, they take half damage. Okay. Nine. The full damage is 11 acid damage. So it's 11 or 5. Yeah. Uh, the first one gets a 12. What's the DC? Uh, my DC is 13. Nice! First one takes 11. The second one... Oh, it's a... Uh, yeah, deck save, yeah. Takes 11. Nice! The third one takes 11. 33! <gasps> The fourth one takes five. Got a 14. I'm okay with that, though. Very, very nice. Soften up so many of them. That's huge. Yep, so, I mean, that that, that literally takes my action, and I'm not going to do anything fancy with my bonus action. That's literally everything I got. Very, very nice. A quick panic puke from Luz for Venari. <laughs> Classic. Van Richten is right next to that first one that you just puked all over and that you did 11 damage to. So he's just going to try to stab one of these undead Vistani. Hell yeah. Bonus damage if he gets through because it's undead. Come on. First one is a miss. Oh, VR is... Just completely surrounded. There's just so much going on. He misses both of his attacks. Damn it. Troubadour, you are also very surrounded. You've got five of them within melee range of you. 
<laughs> Adam's cracking his knuckles. What do you do? Oh, boy. Turn on the meat blender. <laughs> That's it. Okay, so uh, they're ghosts. Can Slash put his little tail between his legs, disengage, and run through them all? Or are they just as solid as uh, Bad Groot was? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're ghosts, yeah, so I don't see why. Yeah, I mean, you can't... Uh... I don't think you can end... You still can't end your turn on them, but yeah, you can move through them. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, oh. okay. Oh, nice. Well, then, um... I don't have to save Slash as much. Perfect. <laughs> uh, let's reduce some numbers, then. I'm going to attack the one that... In the center of all the three boys, and I made sure that I was purposely in the center of everything, being a heat source, so the sword is already on. That is a 17 to hit. That's a hit. Nine magic slashing, seven fire. Okay. Uh, seven if total. he can run. I'm gonna keep Another swing, 17 again. Very nice. I'm going to... Let's try and get me more centered. So I'm going to do a level one divine smite. And I get the feeling it's undead, so I'll take my extra dice. It is. That is... Eight slashing, six fire. Ooh, baby. 22 radiant damage. That's 36 total damage. Dang. One of the ghosts fades away. Kind of like falls back down into the... The floor beneath your feet. Oh, gross. Melts away. Perfect. So, uh, with that, Tribador is going to object interaction, sheathe the flame tongue, putting it out, freeing up a hand. Bonus action, I am going to cast protection from evil and good on myself. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no, that's a full action. No, I'm not gonna. Never uh, mind. I'm not going to, but I am going to put the sword back. And I am going to take one attack of opportunity and centralize myself, trying to make myself a bigger target. One attack of opportunity coming your way. (laughs) Ain't no thing for Troubadour. Just a 16 to hit. That's not going to do it. There we go. Did it even exist? Does Uh, it look like a tree? That will (laughs) end my turn. That's going to bring it to the top of round two. We are back on Slash. Oh yeah, no, Slash being quickly surrounded by many, many foes. He is not ready for this kind of engagement, so he is going to cut and run. So disengage action for fucking sure. Um, and he's gonna move. Um, hang on a sec here. So he's gonna move what is it? I'm uh, 20 feet to his left there. Like right to that wall. Okay. Um, and then down. So, yeah, right there. That's 20. 20. So, one more. And then down one. There you go. Um, disengage action. Um, as a bonus action. Um, what do I have? Not Bardic Inspos, that's for sure. Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I get those back on a short rest, right? So I know, you just never use them. <laughs> well, yeah. well, guess the hell what? I know Looster's already got one. Um, I'm going to go ahead and... 
You know what? I'm going to give a Bardic Inspo to VR. Um, Slash will call out to VR. This is the final fight. You shall come through this victorious. And he's going to give VR a BI just in case. Um, uh, <laughs> the old BI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just in case he needs to get a spell off. And hey, Bardic Inspo can make that difference. It certainly could. It certainly could. Oh, some epic stuff going on on the battlefield. Right now, Lustra has managed to kind of go on the outskirts of this big ball of a battle. Slash has used Disengage to get himself out of the fray as well to kind of a safe spot on the outskirts. Tess, Troubadour, and Van Richten are all still solidly surrounded. And it is on my ghosties. Troubadour and I are back to back. All right. Oh, yeah. I don't like this scenario. All right. Okay, we're good. We're fine. We're great. Here comes a bunch of ghost attacks. 18 to hit Lustra Venari. That hits. Mm. Lustra, you take 13 points of necrotic damage. Lucky 13. That's what we always have. 23 to hit Lustra Venari a second time. That hits. Oof. 19 points. Of necrotic oh God. damage. Do you require mm-hmm. healing? Yep. I'm still up, though. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Slash. 21 to hit. No, 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 no. 16 points of necrotic to Slash. That was the number. No! Slash. I heal. Drop. To the wooden floor of the attic. Shit. A solid hit goes through on VR. And Van Richten takes 13 points of necrotic oh my damage. My kingdom for a fireball. And he almost falls to one knee with the force of that blow. Tess. Yeah, what you got? Dirty 20 to hit. Well, you've got a hit. 20 points. 20? Of necrotic damage. For one hit? To Tess. For one hit? Yup. Okay. I'm not worried. 14 is going to be a miss. Yeah. 22 to hit Tess. That's not looking good. Roll low, please. 17 points of necrotic. Well, uh... Tess goes down. Oh, fuck. Slash drops. Tess drops. Troubadour. 21 to hit. That's a hit. 16 necrotic. 14 to hit Troubadour. Miss. 13 to hit Troubadour. Miss. Yeah, 15 to hit Troubadour. Miss. How many was that? That was four. That was four. I think I have one left. One, two, three, four. I do have one left. 
18. Miss. Troubadour, you just hear the little pings and clanks of his armor as he deflects blow after blow. I could have blocked a lot of those. Just saying. (laughs) Those weren't the ones that came swinging, unfortunately. Troubadour is doing everything he can to fend off this army. Slash collapses to the ground. Tess collapses to the ground. Van Richten kind of drops to a knee and struggles to bring himself back up. He's taken so much damage at this point. Lustra is panic puking over in the corner. (laughs) And looking real bloody. Things are not looking good at all. And you hear that now familiar voice of Madame Radonovich booming throughout this room. Decades of planning. Decades of waiting. But with the help of Heinfroth and Baron Metis, we are finally reunited. As Lord Aslan promised, soon you will be mine, Van Richten. But then you hear a distant barking. This woof, woof. And suddenly, the ghostly form of Thane, the hound, comes bursting through the walls, quickly followed by the image of a ghostly Casimir. He's well-dressed, clean-shaven, wearing his hunting gear, axes in hand. Behind him is Joseph in his finest buttling uniform, freshly pressed. You see the images of Claudia Deschain, of Gedar the Dwarf, of David the Well-Spoken, <laughs> the ghosts of Ingrid Van Richten, Lam and Venari. Hell yeah! And they're all led by Lenara Theridane. Oh my god. just quickly... I'm just going to pass you a piece of paper. Who just quickly says these words. You can't have him. Not while we're here. And we'll see you all next week. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit.